everyone, Tom Panos here. Welcome to this webinar, Prospect Hustle Chase. One of my most favourite words at the moment, of course, anyone that um, has been listening to me speak on social media or on the real estate gym is this obsession with prospecting, hustling and chasing. To me, the most important skill in real estate is the ability to generate leads. Every other problem is solved in our business. Generate leads. There's only two reasons why you don't have every listing in your marketplace. Number one, they didn't know about you, so you never got called in. Or number two, you did get called in and they made the decision that they wouldn't go with you. They'd go with someone else. When I talk to real estate agents, they tell me their biggest challenge is part number one, getting into more opportunities to do a listing presentation. And this is what this webinar is all about. What are the behaviors? What are the actions? What are the things that you need to be doing consistently in a systematic way to ensure that you have a constant flow of listing presentations coming to you your way. So the first slide I wanna talk to you about is this one here, and that is the model, what I call the million dollar agent growth model. I want everyone listening to this webinar to understand that you'll go through various phases of your growth. When you start off, you're in what I call startup mode. You then slowly move in to what I call growth mode. And then eventually you're gonna move into what will be the most fruitful years of your career. And that is when you're at cash cow level. That's when you're gonna make huge amounts of income and you're gonna have an attraction business and you are going to have staff that are gonna help you clear a lot of property every month. I've been able to break it down, and this is a rough template of what it looks like when you sort of break it down into um, various stages. So when you first start off, all you're gonna do in the early part of your career is hustle, 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 chase, chase, chase. And I think you should be allocating four hours a day towards prospecting at the start of your career. As time goes by, you'll notice that you'll fine tune things, you'll get systems, processes, you'll bring, bring on a PA, you'll get immersed in your community, you'll run an attraction business, and eventually you'll be running a seven-figure GCI business, one million and over, and that is where real estate becomes extremely lucrative. Next slide. I want everyone that is on Real Estate Gym, you would have seen in the last five days, my prospector has now appeared as Real Estate Gym 2.0. My prospector is creating extraordinary results for real estate agents that have always put off prospecting. This is like having a personal accountability partner that measures how many calls you make, it measures how many people you spoke to and how many appointments you made. And what it does is, as you can see, 
from the blue button there, it saves each session. You um, set the goal of how many people you want to call per week. So it shows you how many people you need to call to meet your deadline. And all I can say to you is that when what you measure, you manage, and what gets scheduled gets done. And any person that I know that is using uh, my prospector are telling me that they're putting in three to five 45 minute call sessions into their diary a week. And that they're seeing that this thing here is keeping them focused because it's like going to do a 45 minute gym class. You know that you have blocked out this time, you're not gonna cancel it, that the time has started and that you're gonna see that time through. So, um, and anyone that does one-on-one -on -one coaching with me will now have to have uh, my prospector completed because it will allow me to understand what their productivity levels are like and where the shortfalls are. Next slide, prospecting tips. I wanna start off and say to you, here are the best tips I can share with you from me interviewing agents over the last decade on prospecting. Number one, AM, create your business, PM, maintain it. It's a Phil Harris saying, but it's a saying of all the best agents that generally speaking, you'll get more prospecting done in the first half of the day. Now, it depends on the area that you work. If you work in an area um, where people come home earlier, you might find that you can actually do your prospecting at sort of 4.35 o'clock. All I'll say to you is work out what the people in your marketplace, their pattern of their behavior, and work to that, work to that behavior. But as a general rule, I'll repeat, as a general rule, you'll find that if you uh, use AM energy the morning to do your prospecting, PM to manage your business. Next point, use my prospector on real estate gym. It is an outstanding accountability compliance tool. The next thing is invest in a headset. The best prospectors I know are either using their headphones with their mobile phone or they're using a headset. Next thing is, when you're prospecting, stand up. Have stand up energy when you're calling. I find that most people that are doing a lot of calls are using a headset, they've got block out time, they're standing up, and they smile when they're calling because the person that you're speaking to on the other line can tell whether you're depressed or whether you're happy. And it's really difficult to be depressed if you're smiling. So learn to use your physiology to create your energy. Next thing is use chase lists to get through more calls. When I interview great prospectors, they tell me they love having a clear list of people they're going to call versus having to go through various databases with a computer open while they're making their calls. This is not a rigid rule. I know that some agents prefer to have their computer screen open and entering data in there. But when you look at the James Tostevans of this world, the world-class prospectors, 
they use chase lists and they stand up and they do not have a computer distracting them on their desk with lots of windows open because we have got this addiction to distraction. We've got this anything that gets in our way to get focused away from prospecting seems to attract our attention. And what you want to do is create an environment where it is difficult for you to do anything else but get your calls done. The next thing I would say is you have to treat your prospecting as if it's an open for inspection. And what I mean by that is you do not cancel it. You do not cancel it. You don't set appointments in the morning. If your prospecting time is in the morning, don't set appointments. I was having a conversation just before we started today with an agent, and I know he's on the webinar now, and he talked about something that everyone does, and that is that they will set a listing presentation or a buyer appointment during their prospecting time, and a lot of the times these appointments are low dollar productive activities and they take you away from high dollar productive activities, which is prospecting. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, Tom, but Tom, you know, it's a listing presentation. Well, look, there are some listing presentations that are people that are going to list that are, you know, committed sellers there and there, they're today sellers. I get that. If you can't have them at another time, yes, put them in that time. Have a bit of flexibility. But what I see happening all the time is people let buyers and sellers design the agent's day. Take control of your day. You're either going to have a, a day by design or a day of accidents. The next thing is make sure that your calls are short, sharp calls, and that you add value by calling for a reason. You are not ringing up for anything else but to add value to people. Okay, here is the manual version of my prospector. I love having target reports. Calls dialed, calls reached, appointments set. I want everyone on this webinar to start setting a KPI each day on what their prospecting targets are. Those of you that are on the real estate gym will automatically have this collated to you by my prospector. Those of you that aren't can use a manual version. So let's go through the methods I want you to master. Number one, the number one source of listings that I'd love you to focus on is buyers. They are an incredible source of business. Buyers are people that you can meet easier. Buyers are people that you can show the value that you're worth. Buyers are the sort of person that you can prove to that you're better than your competition because buyers, as a general rule, are poorly serviced in real estate. So what I want to do is just run through some of the strategies that you should be using with buyers that are going to help you become their agent when they're thinking of listing. The first thing is learn this dialogue. 
when you're talking to buyers, ask them, if I come across something you like that we don't have, would you like me to forward it to you? This is the start of you building a relationship with these people that one day is going to make you their agent when they're selling. Don't forget, these buyers also know a lot of other people in the marketplace that will turn around and say, I've got to tell you, list with David because, you know, the way he services us is incredible. He even emails us what other agents have got that he thinks are suitable for us. Now, Ivan Breshik, and I've been, look, I have been a client of that firm as a buyer, and I have seen what Breshik Whitney do. They have mastered servicing buyers. They will send you links on realestate.com of other agents' properties because they're showing that they're serving the customer. And I want you to understand that when you are someone that gets immersed in helping a buyer that much, you learn product knowledge incredibly fast because you get to know every property in the market. You actually visit a lot of the properties and attend their open for inspections and you become world-class at product knowledge. And world-class at product knowledge is your strength to beat agents that have been in the market a long time. The next piece of dialogue I want you to use with buyers, and we used it at the last webinar, is how's the sale of your place going? Just randomly throw that out there all the time. You'll be shocked at the answers you get back. The next one is, are you researching buying or selling? Is this your first or second purchase in the area? Do you need to sell before you buy? Or when you get a lot of calls from people, learn to add this into the conversation. Are you calling because you're looking to buy or browsing as a local owner? What I'm saying is become world-class at servicing buyers and world-class at qualifying which of these buyers has a property that they currently own. Because if they own property in your area, they go into your database. You want to build a database with buyers who own property. You want to become their agent before they need an agent. So when they need an agent, they have got an agent. The next thing is a farm area. Everyone should also work in a systematic way, a farm area, up to 1,500 homes. And what you do is you become the agent for those 1,500 homes. That's your goal. So let's run through the basics of selecting a farm area. Number one, what I want you to do is strategically analyze the farm area you're picking. And the way you do it is you want to work out how much commission is in that market. And what you do is you simply work out the commission per property versus the volume of sales. That will tell you how much commission came out of that farm area in the last 12 months. 
you can easily do this exercise using CoreLogic RP data. You can work out how many properties have sold. You can work out the average price. And if you know that the average commission in that area is, say, 2%, you can work out what it is in dollars, then multiply it by the number of sales, and you've worked out total commissions. Zaley, who was on our video, and all our real estate gym members will remember that great interview. She talked about how she strategically picked her farm area. Go watch that video again. Selecting your farm area is a critical part of your strategy. The things that you need to consider is number of competitors, the quality of the competitors, the days on market on average, and whether vendor paid is accepted in that area. Here are some of the other things I want you to understand. When you work your farm area, you need to get hyper knowledge of your farm area. You need to know everything. You need to know about every transaction in the last six months. You need to have inspected every property that's on the market. You've got to be able to go to listing presentations and basically be known as the RP data of your market. That's how good it's. you've got to be with your product knowledge. You've got to attend the auctions. You've got to learn the history of the area. You've got to know the council policy. You've got to understand where church, schools, public transport. You've got to be what they think is Google of the marketplace. Some action steps. Your farm area. Suggested action steps. And this came from Matt Steinway the great Matt Steinway system, and our real estate gym members later on this month are going to get the total Matt Steinway system in a four-part series. Door knock 20 per day, and then giving these people a report within 48 hours. This is how Matt Steinway went to the Central Coast from Sydney, knowing nobody, and built a marketplace. This is what it was. It was the Matt Steinway farm system. Then what he did, and what I've got for you here, is to send a monthly sales report, and I'm gonna show that to you. If you have a look at that slide there, to me, every agent in this market needs to be sending once a month the farm area that they're looking after, all the properties that have got sold, information, the land size, and the price it's sold for. You do not, you do not have to put just your own properties. You put all properties that got sold. People will start associating you as the person that is involved in all these transactions. You're not saying you sold them. All you're doing is saying that you are the local agent in that marketplace and you're updating people. I love this report. And the reason why I like it is it does not tell people you're the best, but it actually says to people you're the best because you're not boasting. What it is, is you're adding value. Be a value-added provider. Show more, do more, give more. And that is what this report does. I'd like this to be the core report that you are sending to your farm area. 
this letter here. Fantastic letter that I'd love you to start sending out next week. It is um, been changed a little bit from Zaley's um, letter. Um, by the way, Zaley, she wrote $1.5 million in fees last year. Extraordinary story, this young lady. Let's have a look at this great letter. Perfect, right now. Particularly if you're in Australia with the election just having been completed. Last financial year saw unprecedented growth in house prices across Victoria and particularly Glen Iris. Homeowners that we have recently been in touch in the area are keen to know the current value. Throughout July, we will offer an opinion on value of every home in the area. Each appraisal will take approximately 15 minutes to complete and is obligation free. When is your street being assessed? You write it down. Since the end of the election, we have been contacted by a large number of new buyers as well as those buyers who have missed out on securing a property a few months ago. We find that a lot of people are thinking of selling in spring do significantly better by bringing forward their sale by about a month so they have less properties that they're competing against in the traditional spring selling season, which is very, very true. Strict confidentiality will be adhered to to each property owner and the market appraisal is naturally obligation free. Please call Zaley on this number. I want everyone to actually use this. It will get you into doors. And when you get into doors, you're either getting into today's sellers or you're getting into future sellers. Alex Waters. Again, he was one of our mentors on Real Estate Gym last year. Go revisit his great webinar. Go revisit his video. And I've just got here a couple of the drops that he uses. This is his most effective drop where he actually has the addresses of the properties, the month they got sold, the days on market and the price. If you'll see the common denominator, give people information. Give people content. <coughs> Don't post out, I love myself marketing. Post out evidence-based content. Gavin Rubenstein. What about the story with Gavin? I mean, number one salesperson for Ray White in the world as a salesperson. The guy's writing somewhere between two and a half and three mil in commissions. Young guy, 28-year-old. Um, here's a drop. Next one, anniversary letter. Anniversary letter. I love the anniversary letter because these people already have contact with your business. So here's how you use this letter. What you do is you go to all people that have bought a property from the office and you send them the month that they bought the property. So if they bought it in July three years ago, they would get this letter now. If they bought in August, you send it out in August. It's the anniversary letter. The Magic 50. Last year was voted the most effective for call outs was Lynette Malcolm's letter, and that is to send a letter to 50 people around a board that you've just listed 
and 50 people when you've sold it. It is handwritten, handwritten, and I'm going to move over now and show you the letter. Simple as this. Dear Jane, just a quick note to let you know that there will be a home coming onto the market in your street later this week. I'm privileged to be representing the owners and would welcome your call or inspection at one of our open homes. I look forward to updating you on the result. Name and mobile doesn't put any other information there and the secret is that it is handwritten and that it does not look like it's photocopied. She gets her assistant to write these out. She doesn't do 50, she does 30 for property just listed and here is the just sold one. Dear Jane, as you may be aware, we have successfully sold a property in your street last week. As a local resident, if you would like to have further details of the sale, please feel free to contact me directly. On average, three calls for every 50 of the handwritten one. want to talk to you about the 6612 system. The 6612 system. I love this system because when you door knock on these people, they will be friendlier to you than door knocking a cold stranger. So just picture six houses either side of a sign and the 12 opposite. They don't have to be your listing. You can actually door knock other agents listings around there and simply say hey it's Tom here um, I work for Tom Panos real estate I look after this area um, there's a property that's two doors up um, it's come on the market would you like me to keep you up to date with what it sells for simple as that if you see if you get a bit of rapport with them and say by the way who else do you know at the moment who could be thinking of selling and you suss out and you read the play. They might say, listen, you know, pop in and tell us what you think our property's worth. This is how you build a database of people in your farm area. Call, door knock for a reason. 6612, six houses either side of a sign and the 12 opposite. And when the property sells again, you door knock these people. Hey, it's Tom again. I thought I'd just let you know property has uh, been sold and you're going to have um, some great neighbours that are going to move in and just get into a conversation with them. Yes, I agree. It is more effective when you have the property listing yourself, but you can still use this system with other agents' listings because you want to be known as the agent that's the area specialist there. And what you want to do is build your database. RP Data CoreLogic Prospector. Love this. This is low-hanging fruit. Some agents don't know that on RP Data, under Prospector, you can see every property, every property that has been on the market by postcode for 60 days or more. This allows you to be able to have a hit list of people to target because we know if they've been on the market for 60 days, chances are 
they're going to be looking for another agent. And your job is to actually get on the shopping list. What are some of the things that I'm hearing agents are doing? They'll put a brochure underneath the door showing a property that they've sold recently and leave it at that. That says enough. Um, they'll invite them to open houses that they have. And once they come onto your turf, you can have a conversation with them a lot freer because at your open house. But use RP Data CoreLogic Prospector. There's actually another tab on there, the 100 day tab. And that's any property that was listed and has been um, on the books for 100 days or more. They're also ideal people for you to be chasing. Those of you that like the manual chasing other agents expired listings, I've got a template there that many agents, you know, use. Address, the agent's name, and then each week it's on the market in your core area, you just tick it. And what you know is if on average properties are on the market for 12 weeks, at week eight, at week eight, you are in their face. Open for inspections. Another way for you to prospect and hustle and chase for business. Um, we've spoken about open for inspections enough, but all I can tell you is run the best open houses in the marketplace. Do your callbacks on Saturday afternoons and have a good, really good script. Here is one. It was lovely to meet you on Saturday. I'm just calling as a courtesy to see if you're interested in the property and whether you were researching buying or selling. Suss out, hear what they've got to say. If they say, yes, they're interested, you know, what in particular did you like about the property? Is this something that would suit your family? If you were to make an offer, what price range would it be? If they turn around and say, no, we're not interested, what kind of properties are you looking for? I'd love to help you find something suitable. You've got the script there. The most important thing I'll tell you about open house follow-ups is this. Number one, you do them. Number two is you do them as soon as possible after the open for inspection. Number three is that you allow for what I call second round calls. That is when you miss someone that you can follow them up at a second time. Critical. Also, remember your open for inspections do not happen on Saturday. They begin on a Friday when you actually are calling buyers and emailing buyers to come to open for inspections. I love what some agents are doing now and that is on a Friday, they're doing a live stream from the property promoting buyers to come to that property at an open for inspection. If you're not using live stream yet, you're missing an incredible opportunity with Facebook. I did an auction in Concord a few weeks ago. I live streamed it. You can see it on my Facebook. I just had a look at it. 16,000 views. 49,000 reach. I've had three calls from vendors asking me about selling. It's extraordinary the cut through that live stream Facebook 
is got. You've got to use it, and I would even recommend people using it on a Friday, doing a tour of the property, inviting buyers to come to the open for inspection. Let's move on to the next slide. Connectors. These are the next people you need to be hustling. And that is like shot callers. That's the word. There are shot callers in your marketplace. Some people call them spheres of influence. These are people that influence who gets the business. They could be lawyers. They could be accountants. They could be the Chamber of Commerce. They could be the local business owner. What they do is they recommend agents to people. And what we know is in the new world, it's referral business. It's not what you say to the market. It's what the market says to the market. So what are smart people doing? They're working shot callers. They're, they're, they're meeting up with them. They're giving them business. They're staying in contact with them because think about it. You get one shot caller, one connector to give you business, you might get five, seven listings a year from that person because they're referring you. You don't have to cut your fee. You've got trust already. It is the smart way. And what I'm going to do now is show you what Matt LaHood from McGrath at Edgeclip, when he was listing and selling, this was his number one method at getting business. It was the monthly business group. What he would do is once a month, they would have a breakfast meeting and they had one lawyer, one accountant, one architect, a loan broker, a cafe owner and a chamber of commerce. And everyone would catch up, have breakfast and they would do a five minute presentation on what's happening in their world and in their business. And at the end, at the end of that, after everyone had a go, they would share prospects. They would refer prospects to each other. Having a monthly networking business group is a very effective way for you to build connector business. Start one. Be the leader that sets it up. Be the person that coordinates it because if you don't, it won't get off the ground. Matt LaHood, listen to the webinar that we had with him, all our real estate gym members, to see what I'm going on about. Now, guys and girls, what I want to do as we come towards the end of this webinar is I want people to go to Real Estate Gym and look at all the letters and all the templates on prospecting. I'm also going to have all the letters that I showed here today. They're all in there. They're going to be uploaded into the webinar under the webinar template. So go there. They'll all be there. Those of you that are not real estate gym members, you will be emailed. You're not. You'll be emailed a voice recording of today's webinar. Of course, we'd love. We'd love to have those that aren't on real estate gym involved because. Real Estate Gym 2.0 is a 12-month program and we are closing the doors in the next, um, I think, 24, 48 hours. We've launched it on the 1st of July. If you join, you get my prospector, you get 
tons of letters and templates, including all the webinars, all the videos, scripts, dialogues. But the most important thing I want to push to you is my prospector, because prospecting and the agent that generates most amount of appointments wins. Guys and girls, I want to thank you so much for coming along. For those of you that aren't on Real Estate Gym, go to realestategym.com.au. Um, I think it'll be open for the next 24, 48 hours um, if you want to join and you'll be able to get the letters um, that I had here today and of course lots of other templates and letters and brochures and what have you. Guys and girls, look forward to it and wait for next week's interview with McGrath. It is absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. I um, will be talking to you soon. I will be talking to you by email tomorrow morning, real estate gym members. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Remember, hustle, hustle, hustle. Hustle beats talent when talent won't hustle. Never forget it. Thank you so much.